Hi, and welcome to part two of the Istari Vision Crypto Shorts episode on stablecoins. Good to have you back. Today, we'll take a look at the different types of stablecoins. The first thing we need to understand is that unlike other cryptocurrencies, the value of a stablecoin is based on an asset outside the crypto world. These assets can be fiat currencies like the US dollar, but there are also stablecoins which are related to the gold price. There are three main categories of stablecoins, the centralized, the decentralized, and the algorithmic stablecoins. Don't panic, we'll just look at the basic differences. A centralized stablecoin is managed by a central institution. An example of this is the USDT. As the name suggests, this token is related to the US dollar and is therefore always worth exactly one dollar. When it comes to the USDT, Tether is the central institution behind it and takes care of the creation, administration and value preservation through deposit insurance. And then there are decentralized stablecoins, a good example of which is the DAI token from MakerDAO, whose value is also linked to the US dollar. The stability of this token is secured by a process called token burning, which ensures that no matter how much DAI tokens are bought, the price does not react to this increase in demand. This is all governed by the underlying software protocol and the associated smart contracts. As always, the biggest advantage of decentralization is transparency through automated processes. The decentralized nature of this token protects it from being seized or stolen. And then lastly, we have algorithmic stablecoins. These stablecoins were developed to prevent users from losing money when trading with stablecoins. However, even though this sounds good at first, you really need to be careful when it comes to working with algorithmic stablecoins since there have been projects which have failed rather badly at keeping the price at exactly $1, meaning that users would hold these stablecoins, thinking they were safe only to wake up one morning, seeing that the price of their stablecoin had dropped to a couple of cents. It needs to be stressed that this is an exception of the rule, but still, this type of instability is not what you want from a stablecoin. Now that we know the different types of stablecoins, what's our verdict? The main reason why stablecoins were developed and are still being developed in the first place is that they are a means to work with cryptocurrencies, so exploiting the advantages of using crypto over fiat money like transaction speed, transparency and safety through decentralization without having the high volatility of most crypto assets. But there is still a lot to do and there are also great opportunities for new projects to be built and contribute to the mass adoption of stablecoins. Speaking of which, we have already touched on our partner Ashswap, who are building their first stableswap exchange on the Elrond blockchain, a decentralized exchange which will also allow users to trade between different stablecoins with low costs and high transaction speed. So if you'd like to know more about that project, feel free to check out our video, the link to which you will find in the show notes. I hope you enjoyed this quick overview. If you have still questions, please let me know via hello at istari.vision or as a DM in one of our social media channels. And I look forward to hearing from you again next time. Until then, take care and happy staking. Yours truly, Louis. Bye bye.